The process of landing investment banking job offers can often feel like a black box, which leads to confusion and anxiety for most of the candidates going through it. Hey, my name is Sam Shaw, and I'm the founder of Wall Street Mastermind. I've personally coached numerous students on how to successfully break into top-tier investment banks, including Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, JP Morgan, Centerview, Evercore, and PJT Partners, just to name a few. On this podcast, I'm going to help you demystify the investment banking recruiting process by sharing what the clients of Wall Street Mastermind have done and get results like these. Enjoy this episode. One of the biggest reasons uh, for why uh, people struggle with technical interview preparation that I see can be summed up with one word, sequencing. Okay, What I mean is you need to learn how to walk before you can run, right? And when it comes to learning the technical concepts, what I see a lot of students doing is that they're learning these concepts out of order, okay? When you're studying for technical interviews, the first thing that you need to get really, really good at is financial accounting, okay? That's the foundation to everything else that you're gonna need to learn. If you don't have a thorough understanding of the three financial statements and what's on each statement and how they all flow together and how they're related, you're not gonna, a lot of the other things uh, when it comes to valuation and M&A and whatnot, it's not going to make sense, okay? So you always start with financial accounting. Um, don't start with the DCF, don't start, don't, don't pick like an arbitrary order, start with the, the three statements, okay? Once you've learned that, the next thing you want to work on is valuation methodologies, okay? And you learn the three standards for the valuation methodologies because in valuation, if you have to do a DCF, you have to understand the three statements, okay? Primarily the uh, income statement and the cash flow statement. But even if you're doing comparable companies analysis or present transaction analysis, you have to understand the metrics uh, that are being used for whatever valuation multiple that you're using, okay? So that's why you... You do the evaluation after the three statements, and I would say that you also do those two topics first because those are the most common topics that get tested on in the technical interview, okay? From there, if you want to get even more advanced, um, then you want to probably next go into mergers and acquisitions, okay? So this is things like accretion dilution, uh, merger model math. Um, how do you you know decide whether you should use cash or debt or equity for a certain deal, and what's what are the pros and cons for doing uh, each e- using each type of the uh, each type of consideration? Um, and so that's that's only something that you can really understand uh, if you understand the three statements and if you understand how valuation works. Like fundamentally, one of the biggest inputs to your merger model and one of the biggest drivers for whether, whether a deal is accretive or diluted is how much you're going to pay for the acquisition, right? And how much you're going to pay for the acquisition is determined through valuations, right? So that's why valuation comes before M&A math. And then once you've mastered mergers and acquisitions, the last and most advanced and complex topic for technical interviews is probably the leverage buyout, okay? And so leverage buyout is really just another form of M&A is, is how you can think about it, except the buyer in this case is a private equity firm. And because the buyer is a private equity firm and they use a lot of debt and leverage in their acquisitions, the capital structure is going to be more complex. Okay, so when you actually build an LBO model, it's actually like you need to know how to 
you know, model out the three statements, right? So you've already done the three statements up front. You need to, again, once again, determine the purchase price. So that, that's where the valuation part comes in, right? And then there's a lot of parallels between an LBO and an M&A, um, you know, in terms of like the drivers for whether uh, an M&A deal is accretive or dilutive, uh, there are a lot of parallels between that and the drivers for whether uh, the IRR on the LBO deal is going to be higher or lower, right? And so if you learn these concepts in order, they're going to build on top of each other and it's going to make a lot more sense, it's going to make it a lot easier to understand um, because you have that solid foundation that you're building off of. If you do these things out of order, it's going to take you a lot longer, it's going to be a lot more confusing, you're probably going to be lost half of the time because uh, you don't really understand what's going on. So again, remember the order, uh, make sure you follow it, and uh, you can thank me later, all right? Thanks for listening to this episode. Interested in discovering how you can get personalized one-on-one coaching from Wall Street Mastermind to help you beat out the massive amount of competition out there? Head on over to www.wallstreetmastermind.com apply. And the street is abbreviated to ST, so it's really wall, stmastermind.com slash apply. And our team looks forward to speaking with you.